this is Rhonda Hedges, the host of Humbly Human Podcast. I hope that this will bring you some joy and some laughter into your day. And hopefully the storm that you are facing give you a moment of lightheartedness to face what you have coming before you today or maybe something you've already faced. Enjoy. Well, hello, Humbly Human listeners. And this week we're going to talk about power or lack of power. Um, and, and I've been thinking about this one a lot and today is not going to be as funny. So I'm so sorry if you're wanting a little humor, I've got a little in here, but not a whole lot. So just buckle up and get ready. We're going to talk a little bit about power or lack of power. If there's one thing I love, it is this season. It is fall. I love everything about it. I love the cool mornings, the crisp autumn smells and the cool morning breeze. The leaves changing, and yes, I'm going to say it, I love everything pumpkin spice. I'm that person. I'm the girl. I'm the one that loves it. You say it. I love it. I love spicy smells. I love all of that. So I'm that person. I absolutely adore it. It has been my favorite season my entire life, and I absolutely love it. So I'm not one of those people just jumping on the bandwagon. I've loved it my whole life. (laughs) It makes me smile instantly. The beauty of this time of year is everything that brings me great peace. This week, one of my favorite small town festivals was in town. And each year, my mom and I go and walk around just soaking up all the atmosphere. The smell of kettle corn and cool breezes and endless crafts. It's my happy place. Not to mention that lots of people I get to watch. I love people watching. So the festival is perfect for that. However, this year was different. My mother can't do all that walking and was unable to go. So I thought about how life has changed. I instantly was burdened with a heavy heart. You know, the day will come when life will change and not be as it once was. But I don't think we are ever really ready for that reality. As I started to think of who could go with me again, and my heart was heavy, as it seems life has taken so many of my dear friends. The reality of life waved over my happiness for this season, reminding me of just how small my tribe was in life. Then just as quickly as my heart was heavy, I was reminded of great impact my tribe has had on me, how they've impacted my world. In those great losses, I was reminded of the impact that they left here. I can only dream that I would leave a legacy behind in my life. As life changes, so do our traditions. I contemplated not going, but even after no one could go with me, I went alone. I made myself. I drove by myself to the festival and enjoyed the turning of the leaves, sipping on my iced coffee as I drove. It was a good time for me to clear my mind and lean into the quiet. Last week we talked about discernment and how I often credit myself with reading the character of others, but the reality is I often fall back into the world's view of good or bad. The reality is I have been abundantly blessed with a tribe of women that have demonstrated the godly good. My dear niece left us way too early. She was a beautiful example of grace and beauty, just kind of intertwined, just kind of who she was. I learned more from her example of how to withstand adversity with poise than I have ever possessed. 
as I struggled to understand her journey and how the loss so greatly ripped my heart from my chest, I turned to lose a friend not long after that I relied on daily to manage the pain of the sudden when she had her sudden brain aneurysm. Tammy was more than a friend. She was truly was an example of how to live your life. These two losses, my niece and my best friend, hit me within two years of each other, and it has truly impacted my tribe. Not in the negative sense, but has changed my topography of what I call normal. My woman tribe has greatly decreased. You see, us women are strange creatures. We like to have those girls that we share stuff with. You know, the stuff no one needs to know about you. We select these people in our lives carefully. And I like to say they become our, our tribe, our girl tribe. They lean into our dark moments and understand what our hearts are really saying when words coming from our mouths are not so nice. They accept us for our craziness and love us through our bad hair days. Maybe bad makeup and possibly a horrible haircut. Yes, a woman's tribe is important and hard to cultivate. So when you lose your key people in your tribe and you drive alone to a fall festival, you reflect. You think about them. In the middle of the drive, I was hit full on with, you're blessed fool. Yes, I am one blessed fool. I had not just any tribe members. I had the best. And they finished their race and they were called home earlier than most because they had completed their mission. God had had them here in this life to do. Now, few people can say that they were blessed enough to call members of their tribe like mine. The self-pity party ended quickly as I thought about how honored I had been in my life to have been loved by friends that just were so deep. They were my soul sisters. We were deep soul sister friends. I could call my niece or text her anytime and she got me. I woke up every morning to a wonderful prayer from my dear friend in some of the darkest days and even on those that were not so dark. I have been blessed beyond measure to have godly women speak into my very existence. Yet here I was having one of those self-loathing pity parties because I had to go to a festival alone. Are you kidding me? I'm the best mom in the world. She just can't do all the walking and I'm having a pity party. It's funny how that I think about it and rather transparent of my self-centered approach to the world. Yeah, that's me. I again turned something good into something bad because I was alone. At that very moment, I thought, you fool, your tribe was would smack you right in your face right now. They would say, shut up and enjoy the day and be blessed. How often... How often I do this, I allow the world to determine my emotions and feelings. It is strange to go to a craft festival alone, to odd to walk around looking by yourself, when in reality, it wasn't weird at all. I actually enjoyed the time to just be quiet and take in everyone around me. To be honest, I prayed as I walked around thinking about things in my life, and in fact, came home in a very content mood. 
I remember just a few days before my dear friend suffered from my aneurysm, I talked to her for the longest on the phone, longer than we had chatted in so long. Due to circumstances of life, my career had changed and moved us from seeing each other every day, and our discussions in person were not as often. I remember saying to her, I do not want us to be friends for a season of life. Promise me that that won't happen. I remember her gentle laugh and she said, you are so silly. We are forever friends. I look back on that conversation today and how we shared so much that night. We talked about heaven and how awesome it would be to see my niece Lindsay again. I shared a recent dream with her that day that I had saw Lindsay, my niece, in heaven, and she was so happy. We talked about how we both look forward to days on the eternal beach of soaking up God's warmth. <laughs> the conversation is one of my fondest memories, and yet I still long for her voice and a hug. Then God will gently remind me, like he did this weekend, how honored I am to have had the time I had with such a godly woman who loved me with the love of Christ. There was never judgment, but rather pure love for who I was and how I was created. I find today that so many people in our lives are so worried about how they measure up to others or cultivate relationships only on the basis of how they will advance them in life. Now think about that. Rarely do people have the honor of spending time with individuals that honestly pray for them and love them for who God designed them to be. In fact, my friend Tammy once presented me with a presentation of all my gifts. I'll never forget that. I still have it. She shared it with me, and I told her she was crazy, but that's how deeply she loved me. I'm not that person. And God, I pray that I perfect this before leaving this world, that I love deeply enough other women and other people in my life that they know that I see in them the great beauty that God created. I was laughing this week as the wind gently blew the leaves from the trees in my yard. There's this gorgeous yellow tree just steps from my front door. Some leaves are gently kissed with red as they flutter to the ground. And I'm reminded of when I was a child I would swing in the front yard swing um, that was on a tree in my parents' front yard. I would tell my mother, watch mom, and I would fly into the air and throw my arms out and move my arms back and forth. Look what I did. I had the power to move the leaves. I really did believe that me just waving my arms around is what caused the wind to shake the trees and blow the leaves to the ground. In the innocence of a child, I truly believed that I had this power. I laugh at this notion now. My mom and I were talking about it recently. How foolish I am as an adult to believe that I still have some power in some sense. That I have some security in man-made assurances. I do this so often when I make plans or say silly things instead of recognizing even today that everything is in God's hands. You see, just like my fight to get the questions answered when my niece was sick or the prayers I cried out to God over as I quickly lost my friend on a Sunday afternoon to a brain aneurysm, instead of praying for God to help me accept his will in life, I still hold this false sense of power 
there's something that I could do. There's something that I could do to change something. When in fact it is his power. Where do we get this assurance? I believe it's like that we see in discernment and faith. When we have the inability to understand that man-made accolades or placements are not assurances, but just that, made of man. To better explain, I have several awards that are in my off- on my office shelf. Recently, a child read one while she was in my office, calming down from being upset in class. She stated, is that award yours? And I said, yes. She said, that's nice. And I said, thank you. But really, honey, they are just little pieces of plastic on a shelf. They really don't matter. You see, what really matters is how you treat people, not those items on the shelf. She smiled, not really understanding my adult reference to just how unimportant those things were in my current life. To me, it's funny that you get those items at nice ceremonies and people praise your work. And then a moment later, they collect dust on the shelf. (laughs) These man-made idols represent some form of success in our work life. Then in a mere moment, these items will be nothing, mean nothing, amount to nothing. (laughs) I've experienced this in life and have found that if you put your energy into these man-made items, they will surely let you down. Just as I was a foolish child thinking I could make the wind move, I too thought people respected my hard work. The reality is man does not always notice our hard work. In fact, the opposite may occur. No one prepared my naive heart for the adult world. (laughs) I thought that the world looked only at the good, and when you work to do ethical and moral things, then you would be rewarded. See, this is where my worlds collided and caused what I like to call a paradigm that I was not able to understand. I hope you're smarter than me at 40 years plus. I'm just understanding that life is so much more than thoughts of man on my life's work. The rewards I cherish are the cards from a parent thanking me for the work that I've done with their child that has behavioral struggles. This is the greatest honor. I will ever receive. It all comes down to discernment and having the ability to determine the real things in life, the true gifts God has given us, and with His will, I will have the opportunity to share those with the world. I tell you all this to say, I hope you are wise enough to know that like my thoughts, that I had some power over the wind as a child are not different than my adult ambitions to control my life. I hope you know you have absolutely no power over the calling God has on your life. You are all in the exact place God wants us to be at this time. We must be thankful for the time and cherish that we are blessed to have the experiences and people that so deeply love us. As those experiences change and we learn to laugh at ourselves along the way, we find that there will be times God allows us to be quiet to feel his presence, to embrace these moments of his eternal love. I'm certainly in a unique season of life. My tribe has changed, my career has changed, and I often feel out of my own element. Knowing I have absolutely no power in any of this is more than refreshing. Yeah, I said it, refreshing. I don't know if if ever before did I realize I have absolutely no control. I thought I knew that. But not until it happened did I really know it. 
I've worked so hard to realize that no, that I have no control and I'm okay with that place. Yes, I said it. The control freak that I am has no control. I embrace it daily and I have learned, learned God needs me exactly where I am. And though I am unsure of the reasoning, I'm okay with it. In this season of waiting, I have researched and it seems throughout biblical history, God's people are often in a season of waiting. Faith is strengthened when we realize this. The disciples walked with Jesus and they still questioned. I believe that God understands our questions and work on our faith. He understands that we may still not understand. So you go forward this week and find moments of sadness creep into your thoughts over the things you grieve. Try to find the blessings in those memories. I cherish the memories of my girl tribe and am the woman I am today because of the love they gave me. I hope that you go forward in your possible season of waiting and know that you are not historically alone. God has many people in the waiting season to strengthen them for tomorrow. It is all in God's will and not in our own. Have a wonderfully humbly human week. I hope you have a great one. Hope you find joy and laughter this week and try to find some joy even in the grief. Humbly human listeners, how are you? And I hope that you're finding yourself having a wonderfully humbly human day. I hope that you enjoy our podcast and that you'll like and share with your friends and let people know that they too can get through the dark moments in their life, just like I have with laughter and joy. Enjoy this episode. Share with a friend.